0: Well, um, it's truly been a pleasure being with you guys. Even though it's been short, I feel like I've known you guys for a long time. Honestly, uh, it's both exciting and it's a little sad to see you guys go so soon. Um, So if someone hasn't given you this piece of advice, I want to go ahead and share this with you. Not really advice, it's more of like a heads up. Um, So when I was graduating high school, I felt like, Uh, No one gave me a heads up for this, so I'm going to make you guys aware of it. So here's the thing. There's going to be two things that are said to you guys over and over and over again in the next couple months, and you might get really tired of them, here's what they are. First one, you're going to hear, congratulations, all the time, over and over again. And the second one is my all-time favorite question that I used to get, and uh, it's probably going to become yours as well, and it's, so... What are your plans after graduation? And um, some of you guys are like, that's not, I know, I know what, how to answer that. But to be honest, me, I was like, plan what plans? I was taught to do math. I was taught to, you know, learn how to write and read. They didn't teach me how to do all this whole planning ahead thing. Um, but I implore with you guys not to be angry at those who say those two cliche things. Because really, I think they're trying to, say, hey, I care, and I want to be involved in your life as you go on and transition. And I remember that time. It was hard. And so uh, that's what I told myself that they were saying. So that that gave me some comfort. Um, I want to share with you guys a couple of things that I kind of wish were shared with me upon my graduation. And if you guys don't know, I was homeschooled, so I didn't have a graduation. My graduation uh, was uh, clicking a button. That was me submitting my last assignment, and that was it. I remember, I think I got up, and I went to the fridge, poured myself a glass of milk, and I had a cookie with it. That was my celebration. That was it. There was no walking, no ceremony. I had two older brothers, they, they were gone. It's just, just me and my cookies. Um, and so I thought, well, you know what, that's fine. High school graduation doesn't really matter. Surely, when I graduate from college, wherever that is, I'll have a proper graduation. Um, My wife and I's graduation fell on the two most uh, wonderful years uh, for graduation, and that was um, 2020 and 2021. So my wife did not have a graduation. It was canceled. She never walked. And then there was a small opportunity for me to walk in 2021. They say we got limited seating, limited capacity, but if you sign up, this is what I found out after, if you sign up early on, like five months in advance, we'll let you walk. So come graduation day, I'm like, finally, another four years, I've waited to actually have a real graduation. I have my capping gown that I bought. And I was on my way to go get in line to go graduate. And they said, sorry, uh, we don't have your name here. I was like, what? Like, oh, yeah, you had to sign up like five months ago. Did you do that? Like, what? Five months ago? Five months ago, I was waiting for my first daughter to be born. And I was trying to figure out life at that time, so I had no idea. But I didn't get to walk again. And so... um, I'm very excited that you guys get to be a part of this. And I would say, on top of that, you guys have an incredible church family here. You have incredible friends sitting beside you guys that are um, not only just gonna be um, good friends for your time here, but my hope and my prayer is that after you guys have shown these videos and shared with how, how we can pray for you guys, that you, church, parents, grandparents, friends, family, would continue to pray for them as they go into this massive transition. It's a big deal, and uh, you guys have a lot of support. I want you to know that. You really do. So the two things I, uh, I want to share with you guys today, the things that I think uh, will hopefully be helpful for you guys as you go on. I'm going to use a battle analogy, and you'll, you'll understand and I'll explain later why. The first thing is this. Don't leave behind your weapon when you go into battle. Don't go into battle without your weapon second one is don't miss out on going to battle. In other words, don't skip out on going. Don't take the bench. Our first one, don't leave behind your weapon when you go into battle. In Luke chapter 4, Jesus has just been baptized by John the Baptist. It's kind of the inauguration of his ministry, and so he goes out. Into the wilderness, and we know the story. He's there for 40 days, hasn't eaten, is tired, he's hungry, and that's when the devil strikes. He comes and he tries to tempt him, tries to get Jesus to blaspheme, to go against Scripture, go against. He wants Jesus to fail. He wants Jesus to sin. And it's really interesting what. Jesus does. Because we know at the end of the story, Jesus doesn't lose. He comes out triumphant on the other end. But what did he bring to battle? What did he bring when that temptation came? What did he bring when the devil came at him strong? He brought a sword. He brought a weapon. That sword is scripture. Every single time, the, the three that we have recorded, and it says many more, times that the devil said, Jesus turned this rock into bread. Jesus quoted scripture. Man does not live on bread alone. He brought scripture to the battle. In hard times and temptation, he brought scripture to the battle. God's word, which you all have, a copy of. It's wonderful, and it's translated in a way that you can read it. The devil is uh, no dummy. He will continue to get to know you, get to know your weaknesses, get to know some of the pitfalls, some areas that these are your weak points. And the one thing I I told last service that it's like the one appropriate time that you could bring a knife to a gunfight is bringing the sword. The Bible describes the living Word of God as exactly that living and active. Sharper than any two-edged sword, with the ability to cut through bone and marrow. It's sharp, it's powerful, it's God's word, you have it with you. Take it with you, wherever you go. Constantly refer back to it, wherever you go. This is the, uh, here's, a, here's a bonus round. Um, There's a lot of ladies here. It's really, Dylan, you're the only one uh, for the guys representing right now. So. Um, now, I was told that if you ladies want to, uh, in this new transition of life, if you want to meet a really hot guy, Kayla, thanks for pointing that, if you want to meet a really hot guy, really hot husband, I was told that, um, actually by my wife, Emmy told me that, hey, the hot guys, they read their Bibles, they carry those swords around with them, it's not out of fashion. I don't know why I do this stuff that people put me up to, it's so embarrassing, <laughs> no, but seriously, guys, the second point is this, don't miss out on going to battle. Don't miss out. Why do I say this? Because here's what I truly believe. If you decide to take the, the back seat or the bench, however you want to say it, and say, I know I'm not going to go into battle, it's hard. Truly, I think you're missing out on an incredible opportunity that incredible opportunity is for God to use you for you to be able to serve God is an incredible opportunity to watch him like as you're living in your actual life to watch him to watch him equip you and use your gifts the unique ways that he's made you to actually have an impact and an influence on his kingdom is an incredible thing It's an incredible thing that he uses us humans, even though we're weak and frail and we're sinful, he uses us in the unique ways that he's gifted us to serve him. But not if we take that back seat, not if we sit on the sidelines. This weekend at the men's retreat, I was reminded of this idea of lukewarm Christianity. Lukewarm Christianity would be... um, would be you know if if you're cold it's because you're just you're going with the flow or I like to think of it like a river, there's a current right. If you're swimming above that cor- or up that current, it's hard, it's tough. But what's the easy thing to do? You to just stop fighting, let it go, let flow down. Going downstream is easy, it's going with the flow. But then this lukewarm idea is you're not swimming up, you're not just going with the flow down, you're off to the side in one of those little whirlpools and you're sitting on the sand. I'm not gonna engage don't be lukewarm either just go down the current and see how that is not gonna lead anywhere you want to go or go up current it's worth it it's hard it's gonna be exhausting but it's worth it because it's incredible how God will use you guys it's incredible I really believe that I really believe that he's gifted you guys uniquely in so many incredible ways and then I believe those gifts that he's given you, ways that he's designed you, the ways that you connect with people, the way that you love people, it's unique to you, and God wants to use that. But he can't if you're sitting in that little whirlpool over there, sitting on the beach, sitting on the sand, not engaging. That's why you got to go into battle. That's why you've got to engage. Don't miss out. Nothing about the way you were designed is unintentional. God knows your future. That's an incredible thing, if you really think about that. Rest in that. He knows you so well. He knows you better than the devil does, and he's equipped us, not only with gifts, but with the Word of God. I I thought of this little song that kind of came to mind. You guys can finish the last half of it for me. It says, this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Not put it under the couch. Not hide it under my shirt. Letting it shine. Bringing it wherever you go. God's got different places for all of you guys. Bringing that light wherever you go. You've been given it. You've been given that light. Let it shine. Share with others, serve God, go into battle. It's hard, but you have the most incredible weapon right here. Incredible weapon. You have the ability to influence. I really believe that. God intentionally made you and he intends to use each and every one of you to do great things for his kingdom. So there's obedience now. Do you trust Him? Do you trust Him to do that? I'm going to share one passage in closing now. It's a passage you seniors have already heard because I shared it on Wednesday night. But it's uh, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight. Do you guys trust Him? If you do, I plead with you guys, go into battle. It's hard, but you have this as your weapon. Don't sit in the beach. Don't go in that whirlpool. If you find yourself there, re-engage. Go back into battle. Go upstream. Fight hard. Christ is really, He has equipped you guys. I truly believe that. Let's pray.